Welcome to Dreams X Trash. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. Jesus is right. The conversations are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Jason, another week, another podcast. How well, technically, it's been two weeks now. So yeah, well, let's, well, let's just gimmick. It's my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Your gimmick doesn't work when it has been longer than two weeks. <laughs> let's start with a big apology for all of the listeners out there. Um, I will personally take responsibility. It's been my fault not being able to organize with Oscar on how we can consistently record especially during the busy periods I have at work mm-hmm. and it's an ongoing learning process with Oscar mm-hmm. I th- believe that we will try to we'll try many different solutions and yeah. we'll hopefully find something that sticks and works for the both yep, of us yep, and then yep, yep. consistency will come back into the podcast mm-hmm. Because we're really trying to like it's not only just a weekly thing like we need to aim for that and then we're trying to like grow it bigger Make we're it trying to bring exactly. sponsors you know that's always been the goal so uh, apologies once again and you know we're gonna try to do better we're gonna try to like aim for that heaven right there um, challenger are good and they're necessary i mean the only way this was it was easy in the beginning because we always just we both had time to do this you know yeah but to be to be to encounter these challenges right now just forces us to see ways to find ways to make this even better than it was and i think it will work out we will learn how to schedule ourselves much better and hey challenges are good good jason they're good. always good opportunities <laughs> for you to grow exactly exactly all right that being said that's technically the news like the podcast news yeah let's yep. jump right in to mm-hmm. what's happening in the world, the current trends. Oscar, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> it says, <laughs> your wife's name, I'll put my wife's name out your mouth, fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, guys, sorry, we have to talk about it because everyone's talking about it. And I can't open my Instagram or my Reddit without like seeing a post or a meme about mm. it so mm-hmm. for people who don't know mm. oscars the oscars happened recently the oscars award mm-hmm. show uh mm-hmm. no one watches it and no one cares mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um chris rock was the presenter right mm-hmm. and he's yep. up there yep. doing what presenters the comedian presenters do they're roasting people and stuff right 
<laughs> Says a bald joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife. At first, everything seemed okay. You know, like Will Smith is laughing. Everyone seemed it seemed very, very happy. You know, taken in stride. Then suddenly, the camera pans away to Chris. Then pans back. <laughs> Will Smith is suddenly walking up to the stage, and you're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Um, Will Smith is about to say something or exchange a few words with Chris Rock. You know. The second passes. Will Smith walks up to, and slap, walks away. And at first, I think everyone's just like, okay, you know, it's confusion. Yeah. Something like this has never happened before. No one from the mm. audience member, let alone a big actor, big time actor like Will Smith walks up and slaps a presenter. Just no mm. one has seen that. So everyone thought it was staged at first, right? Mm-hmm. And then a few couple of seconds later, Will Smith shouts, you know, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. And then... Chris Rock is like over a G.I.J. joke. Seriously? Wow, dude. And he says it again, you know? Mm-hmm. And that kind of made the entire atmosphere from that point onwards awkward, you know? And that being said, Chris Rock just handled it like a pro. Chris Rock like just shrugged it off and he just continued the watch as usual. But you could tell like that awkwardness had already filled of the course, room. Of course, man. He'd been slapped in public. He's also he also felt awkward. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But his quote was right. That is like, wow, the greatest moment of television just happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's you know we're talking about it because uh, the global consciousness on social media is just reacting. And it has created, it has spiraled into so many different other conversations, you know? So mm-hmm. let's just start with the basic. Oscar, what do you think? What, do, what are your comments or feelings about what happened? Number one, I will say that people say that it was an act of violence. I wouldn't call it violence. I would call it poor, a, poor, poor, a poor reaction, poor behavior, not really violence. Uh, number two, I will say that Will Smith's reaction was really, really poor. Extremely, almost pathetic. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Embarrassing. Because he laughed when the joke was mentioned. And he turned back and saw Jada rolling her eyes over. And that's when he decided to react. Right? Yeah. So it's like Jada is controlling his reactions. You know? And, you know, at some point, even if, if someone sees a joke about Yumiko, as long as it's not something really offensive... And I find it funny, and Yumiko doesn't like it. Yumiko should be the one to do something about it, not me. <laughs> not me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I will say Will Smith's reaction was really pathetic. Like, it's like, hey, I'm not. Will Smith is a great actor. I'm sure he has things going on. Are like, you a fan? Are you a friend. fan of Will Smith? Let me I've always that. been a fan of. I've always wanted to see his movies. I, I wanted to be like Will Smith. You know what I mean? He's always been the cool guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Chris Rock? And, Chris Rock, he's a funny guy. I don't really think he's a cool guy. He's a funny guy, but being a funny guy is cool to some degree, you know? <laughs> so, on some level, you did like both of them. Yeah, I do like both of them. I have no problem with either one of them. Of course, what do you mean? I have no problem, of course. From afar, as as far as celebrities are concerned, I like both of them. Mm, right? I like their movies, like their movies, their yeah. art, what they do. I, I especially like Will Smith. Well, not all of them, but I like his action movies. I like he's a cool actor. He can be a cool action star, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but this reaction, Will Smith just, that was what people would call simp energy, you know? <laughs> His reaction was dictated by Jada because he was laughing at the joke. He yeah. was laughing at the joke. Then he turned, like, it's so poor. It's so, so, so poor. And then he was crying later on about, I want to be a vessel of love. What the hell does that mean? Slap a nigga. <laughs> Slap a nigga. Five, ten minutes later, I'm a vessel for love. <laughs> 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 then he gets a standing ovation. We didn't, yeah, I didn't even a, mention that. It makes no sense. It, none of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. Okay, so what would you say to the people who say that Will didn't understand the joke? That's why he laughed at first and then only processed it after looking at Jada and asking her about it and then went and then became angry, you know? No, how, how can you not understand the joke? It's pretty straightforward. Well, Jada Pinkett is, is waiting for to be is waiting for the next yeah, It's pretty straightforward. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't necessarily I didn't even understand the reference because I you know G.I. Jane is like nineties movie. You know, mm. so it was just like I didn't understand the reference. I was like, okay. But then I was mm. I was able to quickly tell it's probably a bald joke. Mm-hmm. Something to do with her hair. Mm. And then when you look at the when you go look it up yourself, you're like, oh okay, I see what Chris Rock was referencing. Um mm-hmm. Why is he referencing a 90s movie? Don't know. Like 2022. No one really. The audience knows. The audience knows. The people in the room know. Okay. It was okay. a really big movie. Yeah. Oh, it was a big movie. It was a really, really big movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, mm. okay, okay. All right. I, I, I'm completely unaware of that film. So, mm. leading into that, I'm just looking at that. I'm just like, okay. It's a bald joke. And then he just. It, it, it seemed like it was an overreaction like he's overcompensating that, that, exactly exactly he's over you know what it wasn't that moment when he saw jada reacting the way she did he was reacting for all the years he's being you know emasculated yes. in the, on the internet yes, you know? yes, 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 yes. it really <laughs> felt that because everyone could see it's like okay if we put ourselves into will's shoes oscar what would you yeah, do yeah. what would you do in that moment yeah if i was like just with with considering everything else in the past couple of years or just the oscars moment we're i think we're dissecting it as an isolated moment so okay right as now, an yeah. isolated moment i don't here's the thing i don't even think i'm confident enough to walk up on stage if i'm not called up to be there i wouldn't go up and slap another man on stage mm. even though even though i'm angry about what he's about what he said i will just wait and talk to him afterwards right like mm. in public like what are the odds that everyone else in the room will be on my side you know mm. i may get kicked out the police may get called you know people overreact right mm. people might see me slap chris rock and think oh no he's gone crazy call the police you know <laughs> that's in a normal world let's just say in a yeah, normal yes. world that's how we would expect people to react yeah exactly exactly especially like something like the oscars right the most mm. prestigious award show in Hollywood. Yep, you would yep. think the security would be super tight. If there's mm. any sign of violence, how many people in that room? There's like literally billion people worth billions in that room. Mm. So mm. any sign of violence, it's like we get rid of that quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The security auto so security like the level of security has to be extremely high, right? Mm. And there has to be like an expected high level code of conduct. From mm-hmm. the people as well. So it. letting, like you coming in and just being able to slap a presenter, it's like, no, 
Yeah, it, it, it should never sense. fly. I personally would have just been like, maybe smile in the moment, you know, pretend like yes, it's all okay, it but you have hey, to go talk to him after. You don't even have to smile. You don't even have to smile. Just, just chill, because you'll see him after. Yeah, no, you smile because you're like, I'm gonna get this nigga. Just wait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you laugh because you're like, I'm gonna get this nigga. Just wait. <laughs> uh, so no, if, but if if, mm. if Chris Rock is your like what? Mm. You guys are in the same field. Will Will mm. was a comedian too, right? So it's like he was a comedian. I didn't know. Was he? He did. Will, Will Smith is like a jack of all trades: comedian, uh-huh. rapper, singer, actor. Okay. Like okay. he's he's he dipped his. His, his toes into different fields um mm-hmm. that being said like will and chris would have respect for each other like we're in the same mm-hmm. industry we've come from like similar places it's like and we've known they've known each other for a while right there's pictures mm-hmm. of them taking like there's pictures of chris taking group photos with will and jada in the 90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s so it's like mm-hmm. and then you know um chris rock did madagascar with jada Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So three movies in a row, like you know, the at least familiar with one another, right? So it's mm-hmm. you just go talk to him and uh, out of respect, it's like, hey man, I didn't appreciate yeah. what you were saying about my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here because I want you know I want us to do this and settle it like men and talk mm-hmm. about it like adults. Alternatively, if it's like a really really bad joke, you can shout first, right? You've seen yeah, audience members was. shout at the presenters or shout at whoever's holding the mic. So I think I will say that number one, the emasculation thing really made this is what made him react that way, number one. So So for people who don't know. Afford, yeah, he couldn't afford to talk to him in the back because he's been emasculated in public for several years, right? Three years. I think it's been yeah, three, three years. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he, now he wants, he has to react in public as well. Oscar, right? Oscar, wait, break it down for the people at home who might not know. What, what are we talking about here? Well, I think it's been known that Will and Jada have been having an open relationship for a couple of years. <laughs> and when was, was it last year or the year before when they had this red table last discussion? Year. That was last year. Last year. And where Jada talked about being in an entanglement with the rapper and singer August Alston is that his name? August, August, yeah. August. Yeah. just yeah. to add the caveat on top August was originally Jaden's friend so Will Smith's son they were mm-hmm. like close friends Jaden mm-hmm. introduced August to his family and that's how he met mm-hmm. his mom mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. wonderful here's the thing Let me, no, think, look at that so look at that. crazy that's, that's, that's just the sickness the sickness of such a society where that just happens, bro. That sh- that just happens. Can you imagine that happening to you? Let me just say that. Number one, if I was Jaden, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> you introduce your friend to your family, and this guy sleeps with your mother. Bang! He <laughs> he, he he bangs your mom. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay now. You know what, what you've done? You've said, okay, now everything is on the table. Anything goes now. Anything goes. Anything goes. Because what kind of human being does that? Like, okay, let me, hey, hey, Jason, this is my family. Oh, okay, I'm going to bang your mother later. Or and you know? For everyone 
who doesn't know they should really watch like the recap of that red table because it, it it it's such a it's such a weird piece it's such a weird piece a weird interview to watch it's just will smith and jada talking about their relationship openly and obviously yeah, you know, yeah. jada calls it an, an entanglement which later on became a meme right mm-hmm. and she goes on and on about it and you could see how she's turning this act of cheating or act of like quote-unquote transgression into mm-hmm. like a spiritual journey like, i just wanted yeah, to she, feel good well, about myself i just wanted exactly. to do this i want to do that no. and i'm just like she's painting this whole narrative like oh you know it was such a wonderful just like me experiencing this experience no you know what number one i'm gonna this is gonna sound very traditional but i'm gonna blame part of this on will smith number one of course why do you accept an open relationship number two why do you let your wife speak to you like this in public I mean, it's, still, it's not just because he's a man why would anyone let their spouse speak to them in such a way in public right if you have a problem with each other go and talk about it behind closed doors no one wants to see your dirty laundry out here will and then the video like the recaps that have will smith's reactions you can tell you can see the pain in his face you know like jada is literally talking openly about how much she enjoyed cheating on him and will you can see the hurt in his face like he's just been dragged around jason just think about this how many times have you been embarrassed in public and you're just holding back your desire to kill someone how many kill someone or cry (laughs) you know it's like yep happened <laughs> it's like go just let, don't let me be here just let this end right now you know he's probably there he was there and I, it's like the whole world is watching not just him and his friends will accepted jada's narrative of this being a spiritual i'm just like what I, what choice does he have man he can't scream at her in public okay right? so even though even though he didn't he was just accepting it as a as an act Maybe later on they did fight about it, you know, yeah, behind closed yeah. doors. But it doesn't matter. What the world saw is what the world knows, mm, right? Mm. So people might not know that Will Smith went and, in quotes, disciplined his wife back home, right? Mm-hmm. All that people know is that Will Smith is a simp. That's what that's all know, the world you, cares about you know, right now. <laughs> and most of it becomes because Jada is so open about the people she slept with, and mm-hmm. Will is just like smiling about it 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 looks so bad it Mm, looks like mm. will has been completely emasculated and then also like it's like jada is abusive emotionally abusive yeah she is she is totally and we don't really know what's going on in the relationship obviously i'm just saying from like the public's view all of the information that we have on the table it like it just looks like jada is just a manipulator How they talk about abusive and will has they, just been cocked real, real Jason, hard. Think about this. Think about this. I think I've mentioned this to you before. Maybe it's on the podcast or just like one on one in our conversations that in this world, as as a human species, each gender, each sex has its own superpower. For the male sex, its superpower is physical strength, right? Yep. For the female sex, its superpower it's is how they use their words, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to talk about in quotes toxic masculinity, I will see a man who goes around using his who abusing his superpower, right? Uh-huh. If a man is beating women for no reason, okay, I will say that is toxic masculinity. Whatever, I will say that that would probably fall into that category, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
a woman who is manipulative the way Jada is manipulative that was what I would call toxic femininity uh-huh. right uh-huh. It, it doesn't get more toxic than that you know what I'm going to just sleep with anyone I want and I'm going to tell the whole world that it's just a spiritual journey <laughs> you know <laughs> what why why would you do that <laughs> in front of the in front of your husband and he watches just smiling yep yeah exactly because what can he do what can he do oh god it's, it's it's crazy it really is so now people have come out with sort of like out of context to that situation and then mm. i was watching a few interviews in will's autobiography right he says mm. in the first line he says that i've been a coward one of my biggest regrets is watching mm-hmm. my father beat my mother as a child mm-hmm. and just been mm-hmm. emotionless or motionless with inaction. Mm-hmm. So he's always regretted not being able to stop his dad from beating his mom. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, okay, I can see how in that situation and then you look at like his wife. His mm-hmm. wife is being quote unquote humiliated by this guy in public mm-hmm. in front of millions mm-hmm. of people. I can see how like that childhood trauma can you know seep in. Mm-hmm. And then he, how he can lose it. So like you like you can understand. You can try and understand where Will is coming from. Yes, yes. I mean of course everything I'm saying about it is just all opinions. It's not facts, right? Yeah. I don't know what he's going through. I don't know what what's going on going on in his home, you know? But just if that public image says anything is that man like this man has been he's been broken and he he took part in the breaking of himself you know yep but yeah. then that being said you can't no one can condone like going and slapping somebody else in public no no, no like i that. don't i don't yeah. i don't like I'm, I'm i'm okay here's the thing i'm not against slapping anyone what i'm against is doing it in public don't embarrass someone in public like that right if he's going to slap him slap him when no one else can see because you know that's the same sort of like ma- mindset that causes like thugs and gangsters to shoot each other instantly mm-hmm. with any mm-hmm. little transgression nigga stepped on my shoe gun pop you know somebody gets embarrassed and then he's just like all right, all right i'll remember your face and then he comes back and gives you like a beating with his buddies uh, but then also this is another thing to 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 think about right yeah if it was the rock presenting and the rock made that joke joke do you think will smith would have walked up to stage <laughs> to the stage <laughs> he would have shouted he would have shouted i'm no, just like he comes on oh, like yeah. jason mamor oh my exactly God. he would have done anything he would have done or anything. jason statham just... you know those kinds of guys like ah. yeah. <laughs> just let it go let it go let it go willie willie sit your ass down willie <laughs> you know will smith would be a willie Hey, well, sit your ass down. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, okay. What would you say? This is the last part I want to ask. What would you say mm. to the people who say that he was defending his wife's honor? And that Chris Rock was wrong. And that, that was a, an edgy joke nonsense. that he should not have said. Can you can we talk about the Hal- Alpecia thing? I don't even know what that is. It's balding. Okay. She, so she, she, they talk about it. Oh, alpecia, alpecia, like as if it's like a skin cancer, or like yeah, a, a. So, so she's balding just like everyone else. So, exactly. so. And they're talking yeah. about it just because they're calling it by the scientific term. It's like they're talking about it like it's some uh, terminal disease. You know, it's like what are you talking about? The bitch is balding. 
Like, yeah, men have been balding for like thousands of years, you know. The beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, the beginning of time. What are you talking? Like people have experienced this. It's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair to her, being a woman and balding is a totally different thing from being a man because of the beauty standards. Hey, right? hey. Like here's the thing. She still looks good. She's, it's not like she's unattractive now because she has. She no still hair, has money. You know? She's still Jada. Like yeah. the balding thing, and also this isn't the first time her rocking that like shave cut. Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. rock. She's rocked like shortcuts before, when mm. she was okay. Like this whole Apisha thing started like just like eight months ago, where she's like she's been struggling with it. What? 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 And it's just it, like it's fine. You know what? It's fine. I don't even feel sorry for her because she's balding. I'm gonna go one day maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like, fine. We we have to move on. You're balding. You're like sixty or fifty, like their fifties, right? Late fifties. Like man, mm-hmm. just calm down. You have loads and loads of money. <laughs> yeah, go and get a hair transplant. Transplant. <laughs> Some <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's just like oh, just whining. So much whining, and then everyone yeah. buys into this, and I feel like collectively it's just making us so soft. Like oh my god, respect her feelings, respect her trauma trauma because she's bald a trauma that's what that? that's what people are saying on twitter and i'm just like ah people cannot be serious here like for real she's balding in her own video she says i don't care what people think of me cool yeah chris rock makes a joke this happens and now she really now she really cares she wants someone to react but anyway i wouldn't say will smith is defending jada's honor i think will smith is just trying to rebuild his own honor yes Yes, yes, I don't yes, think yes. it's about Jada. I think it's not about Jada. Man. And he handled it's about Jada in, in the way she emasculated him, but I don't think it's about that moment was about protect defending Jada's honor. I think in the moment, the instant reaction is that oh, Will Smith is defending the honor of Jada, mm-hmm. but then I think uh, as people argue it and discuss it more and more, everyone quickly realizes no, 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 no. The way Will's really handled that, he took a massive L right there by yeah, slapping yeah. Chris Rock. Now he looks like a punk, right? It's like so. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Will, what you're saying is that your entire relationship is open to anyone except jokes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I roll up. It's like you're slapping the nigga who makes a ball joke about your wife. How about the nigga who's smashing your wife in your own <laughs> home? You know, it's like what are you doing? You look. He looks like an absolute fool now. Like he's a yeah. He looks like a joke. He looks like a joke now. And then so you know the speech so made it worse because he goes like, "I'm a vessel for love, nigga." August is smashing your wife. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, do something about that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of I need to protect my family. What? What? Oh no! Oh no! It's it's crazy. But yeah, I think both both of them are just they're just okay. It's not even them. It's just this entire Hollywood system, this Hollywood culture. They're lost. They're so lost. Yeah, man. It's 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 dark out there, man. I think it's it's a really dark place. It's, you know, whereby yeah. we are celebrating the worst of human vices, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, man, people cheat. Yes, that's that happens. That happens. But we can't be celebrating it, saying it was a spiritual journey, right? Because it isn't. You are weak. You are weak. You can't be saying, oh, oh, I cheated on my wife, Jason, but it was so spiritual. My wife will be happy that I did it because, you know, it's got, it opened me up to new experiences. No, 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 no. And this is the perfect segue to what I wanted to talk about today, actually. No, okay, go on, go on, go on. This shift of criticizing monogamy mm-hmm. and people being more polyamorous. Polyamorous? Polyamorous. Po- po- polyamorous. Polyamorous. Polyamorous, yeah. Polyamorous. 
called the amorous yes 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 for the amorous so mm. you can see a bit of a mm. culture shift in terms of like people being more open and people saying like having an open relationship is okay being mm-hmm. um promiscuous promiscuous being more promiscuous nowadays mm-hmm. is seen as a virtue mm-hmm. and less mm-hmm. of the vice that we used to view it as right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there seems to be i i, I want to stay away from saying degradation of our traditional morals because that makes me sound like conservative or anything like that but it's seemingly at least in my opinion there seems to be some sort of de- degradation going in our value systems in terms of what we should be looking at in what we should be looking for in a relationship right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about that that you know okay sorry guys but <laughs> i just explained a huge 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 segment right now so all mm-hmm. i'm asking goska basically is monogamy versus polyamory mm-hmm. what what's going on in today's society i think polyamory is accepted in some societies right it's been known in some societies and maybe like yeah. the modern in the modern age it's okay not maybe not today but up until today it was becoming less and less of a norm because mm-hmm. number one financially you just couldn't handle being polyamorous you couldn't I'm actually being, i was going to google polyamory in africa like in africa yeah. native african countries yeah so like you couldn't now today you can't afford to have four or five wives because, unless you're a billionaire you know what i mean mm-hmm. you can't do that so polyamory used to i think for most cultures it it worked in the sense that one man had many wives not all cultures but most right and there are those few exceptions whereby one woman had many husbands but what from what i've read about that is usually when one woman has multiple husbands the husbands Wait, are usually is it not polygamy uh, what have we been saying Polygamy, the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time. Yeah, polygamy. Yeah, yeah so polygamy, here's the thing. So polygamy, for most cases, most cultures that practice polygamy, it was one man with multiple wives, right? Mm. But there are exceptions whereby one wife has multiple husbands. But when one wife has multiple husbands, it is always one woman marrying brothers. Okay, okay. In what culture are we talking about? I'm, I'm uh, that that would seem like probably Indian cultures in somewhere like those. Indian cultures, south. a wife can marry two husbands. No, 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 not not all cultures. Mm. Well, okay, and uh, well, let me confirm. Uh, this. I, I just so, want to say, in polygamy in Africa, has mostly uh-huh. like the go-to case is that in most cultures, it's the man marrying mm. multiple wives, right? Three, yes, four yes, wives. Yes. That has always been like, even till today in the rural areas, we still see that, right? Yeah. So here's the thing: the practice of polyandry is a common practice among the people, the people in Tibet, Nepal, and parts of China and India. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. So, so so far, from what I'm just seeing right now, it seems obviously very few cultures practice this, right? It's not a normal thing. It's not regular in the world, right? Mm. But yeah, it has so, existed but, uh, for a while. Is, is, it has existed it? for a while. It seems like it has existed for a long time, right? So, so monogamy versus po- polygamy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a shift here. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot more people accepting polygamy. Why is that? I, I don't. 
I don't think they're accepting polygamy. I think they're accepting promiscuity. Because I don't think they want to have a relationship with all of these people. They just want to Fuck. have sex with all mm, of these people. Right. You know, that, that's different. Because, like, if polygamy, I wouldn't say polygamy is wrong. I would just say it is it is impractical in today's world. Oh, I yes. Call it in terms of, like, like, the responsibilities yes, and, like, exactly. Exactly. the because, kind of like, roles that men have versus yeah. women have. Exactly. Traditional, we, traditionally, I'll say traditionally, mm. it's impractical. Mm. So, like, if you look, if if Yumiko, my wife, if I tell my wife, hey, Yumiko, I love this other woman and I would like for her to join our family, I want her to as my second wife, and Yumiko is okay with that, there's nothing wrong with that as long as everyone is fine, right? Everything is laid bare on the table, right? Mm-hmm. But if I have my wife and I'm sneaking around and having sex with other women and no one knows, it's like, who am I really being responsible for, you know? When you think about it like um, that, yeah. in medieval Renaissance periods, the king had what's the word? Concubines. Concubines, right? Mm-hmm. So this idea of promiscuous, uh, being promiscuous within the high wealthy class mm-hmm. has always been there. But but they don't this. care. It's like they don't question that vice on no, that no, level. No, no, no. But here's the thing you being someone's concubine means that that person is responsible for you because the wait, king would take wait, yes, wait. yes the king would yes, take care yes. of okay, okay i see what you're saying yeah. yeah no you're right yeah yeah and even you look at a billionaire right i imagine if a billionaire is sleeping with a girl with a random girl and he has a wife he's probably making sure that girl he's sleeping with is well taken care of just so she doesn't go and run her mouth you know what i mean that's true oh they sign a contract so yeah, so um, he, yeah. you have to be responsible, right? You have to be responsible. You have to make a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. You have to make a commitment. And this is what people, our generation, our age, who are not massively wealthy, they cannot make the commitment, right? So are they really mm. being promiscuous because promiscuity is good? Or are they being promiscuous because they can't see a better way to do things? Because promiscuity implies I can have as much fun as I want without any consequences, right? Of course, there, there are consequences. You know, there's consequences. There are STDs, there's unwanted yeah. pregnancies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at face value, there are no consequences, right? Mm. It's like I'm just going out to have fun, mm. right? Let's mm. go out, let's get drunk, let's find some girls, it's going to be a good night, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're doing this because it's good. I think they do this because they just can't see any, they can't imagine anything better why also you've put up a good part instagram mm. even on reddit people mm. are finding this empowerment in okay so there is something empowering in ex- uh exploring your sexual boundaries knowing who you are and what you like and what you don't like right why why because let me ask you why because there is a little bit of trial trial and error that you have to do it's because who you're told learning you that? right who told you that not told you, you that, that. it's 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 with everything oscar you need to no, go like for example if you have to go build uh what a car you don't know how to do that so you start off like oh let me try building a tire you build a tire you but, find out that you fail you know no, so it's like this trial and error you're comparing, you're comparing building a car to having sex with a human being oh no, right? no, 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 no i'm being a lot more general than that i'm like yeah, finding a partner Finding a partner. Okay, you mean finding a partner, right? Yeah. I want to start there first. You need to... 
Mm-hmm. Go you, on. You need to understand what you like and what you don't like, right? That makes sense I, in the relationship. I yeah. I agree. I agree. But now when you're talking about what you like and what you don't like, are you talking about it in a in a sexual sense? No, but now people have taken that sort of what mm-hmm. framework and mm-hmm. they've applied it the trial and error framework and they've applied it to the whole sexual experience. Ah okay okay I see what you're saying. Okay I see what you're saying. Okay, and okay, as a single person I think obviously mm-hmm. it works, right? Because you have nothing else mm-hmm. better going on, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that or porn. Mm-hmm. So you're exploring you want to figure out what you like, what you don't like. To me, how do I satisfy myself, right? Because I think you know too. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to satisfy yourself trying to get somebody else to satisfy you it, it doesn't work but but i'm a man it's very easy to, for me to be satisfied that's true it works better for women just a few strokes a few strokes and then i'm good but there's some weird <laughs> there's some weird niggas out there right guy who wants yeah, his, his, his his toes licked and stuff and then that's where he gets <laughs> off i i don't know i'm just saying we're not all the same right <laughs> yeah okay you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> it's just that that's the way it is right but now here's where the that argument falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need multiple partners to explore sexual boundaries, your own personal no, sexual boundaries. No, no, no. You in a being in a monogamous relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You can just have fun with your wife or your partner and mm-hmm. just expect over time you learn what you like. Exactly, exactly. I've learned what I like being in a mm. long-term relationship i've learned more mm. being in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. versus these single one-off like oh you know one night stands type stuff Short- yeah you know actually with with the one night stands you actually really can't learn much right yeah because it's it's in and out you know you need you need time you need to get to know someone before you suggest hey why don't we try this thing yes right Unless the, the person you're having a, a one night stand is so drunk that they're not able to say no to anything, you know what I mean? Mm. Otherwise, you can't. In most cases, you can't. You can't really try anything new in a one night stand. You can't. Yeah. So the you argument quickly when you, when, you, when you really look closely at it, the whole uh, I'm exploring myself, blah blah blah, that that thing falls apart. No, no, no you're just being irresponsible. That's you're avoiding you responsibility too. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. doing. You're avoiding responsibility mm. and you're avoiding commitment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, if you're the type of person who wants to do that, when you find another person who's just like you, cool, you know. Mm. But let's not reach this point where we're like, oh, polygamy is actually better than being monogamous. No, there's there's no way, like, because hmm. we're reaching a point where like, oh, you're for monogamy, oh, you're so traditionalist, you're so conservative. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> no, 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 man. Like, thing, things are falling apart. Things are falling. And, it goes back to how I blame what we see in the media, number one, right? Yeah. I, I have to blame it on the media to some degree. Like, whatever is happening in movies nowadays, it. I, I am a guy who enjoys watching movies, but sometimes I see something in a movie, I'm like, okay, whatever, this is going too far. This is going way too far. This doesn't make <laughs> you sense. You sound anymore. like a, a father. Angry no, it's father. true. It's true. You know, it's true because I'm, uh, here's the thing. I'm. I don't even care about people being gay or, or whatever. It's like that's none of my business. But at some level, I have to say, okay, whatever I'm seeing in TV is too much. I don't really want my child to be seeing this stuff. You know what I mean? No, you're exactly right. I have felt it's, that way a lot more recently than just yeah. like, why is this needed in this exactly, movie? Exactly, exactly, exactly. 
I'll give you I'll give you an example. In a yeah. Pixar film, yeah. have you watched Turning Red? No, I haven't, no I haven't. Okay. Um thirteen year old kids. Right? It's a mm-hmm. very it's a young young kids like kids show, it's also something there's a little bit something there for adults as well, right? Mm-hmm. In there's a there's a scene where they're having a classroom party mm-hmm. and two girls openly hit on each other. Mm-hmm. And they start making moves for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's positioned in such a way that you know mm-hmm. they were like, let's just include this to be inclusive. Right. Exactly. And I'm just yeah. like, the movie is not even about this. Why are you including this tiny scene here? It doesn't really make any sense, you know? Like, it's, like, it's, yeah. You know, I don't know what to say. Here's number one, number one. I've never. Let me let me be clear. Number one, I watch porn. Let me start there, mm-hmm. right? However, I don't like seeing sex scenes on TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, especially yeah, yeah, when I'm yeah. around people. Especially, when I don't want to to be watching anything Game of Thrones, and then they start fucking. It's, I don't want to see that. It's one thing for you to consciously choose to watch a sex yes. scene versus like a sex scene just being put on the now, screen, and you don't have a choice. Secondly, secondly, it I feel infinitely more awkward when it's a fight scene and all of a sudden it switches into two men having sex. Wait, what are you talking about? What is that? Bro, movies nowadays. There's no way. What are you talking about, man? What movie are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, okay. (laughs) So many movies nowadays have gay men. Okay, they have gay men, but you were very specific with that one. You were like fighting and then they decided to have sex. What? Okay, okay. I mean, not okay. I just included that fighting part, but I mean like in movies, just in movies, gay men having sex in movies. Okay, 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 okay. If you've been more, okay, yeah. There's been a lot yes. more homoerotic, er, er, erotica. There's been a lot uh-huh. more homoerotica uh-huh. elements in recent films. Uh, but I would argue, isn't that just not like people accepting gay people more, or gay culture, or accepting gay it's relationships? Fine. I expect it only me. Okay, for what I'm gonna say is, take out all the sex in lot of movies, gay and straight. Take them all out. Take them all out. Uh, okay. It seems like a. Why do we need them? Really? Why? Why do we need them? Why do we need? Them? <laughs> It's not really adding anything to the story. Uh, you, know? no, no, well, you can just make you can make a suggestion that they had sex, like you throw on like a scene of them waking up together the next morning. Okay, they probably had sex. I get it. I get it. I don't need to see them breathing on each other's neck. You know. Okay, Oscar, you're going into like a huge rant or something. <laughs> okay, let's go but back. It's true. Let's go back to the whole um, I like Instagram. Uh-huh. A lot of female models will talk about like this idea of the body count. Mm. Like you, to be a, somebody of respectableness in our mm. pecking order on social mm. media, you need to have a high body count. Mm. And females are buying into this too. Females are talking about their body counts too. To be to be honest, like to be fair, I I was talking a couple of years ago. I would have been one talk about my 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 count as well. I was actually counting. I kept I kept a number in my head, mm-hmm. right? But it's at some at some point I realize why why am I doing this? Why it, it makes no sense. I have no I'm not relating to those people in any other way other than physically, you know? Uh-huh. There's no value in that relationship at all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but I guess it's like we've lost I would say I I kept a body count because that was the almost one of the few things that I thought was 
the meaning of self-worth you know oh wow then you you've just kind of explained it i i guess some people believe that they've they've, they've, they've sort of intertwined their own self-value to this body count exactly yeah because it means it's 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 simple really if this many people are willing to have sex with me then that means i must be really valuable like gold yeah yeah it's like think of the incel the incel is the opposite, opposite. no one wants yeah. to have sex with me so i'm not value i'm not worth anything and then you know? they tell themselves this narrative and mm. then society reinforces that exactly. we all buy into the narrative if you're not having sex that means you're worthless Loser, when it's like <laughs> sex even being in a relationship sex is an important part of a relationship but it's, it's just a, one of the foundations like there's so many other things to to a relationship mm-hmm. being with a person you know yeah like this this is my what i think of a relationship if, if i'm not laughing with you regularly things are, go, are bad things are bad right smiling if laughing yeah if we can't make each other laugh so i'm not talking all the time not of course not all the time but if we can't just have, sit down and have a good share a good laugh together that's not good you're that's saying good. you enjoy enjoy each other's company basically yes 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 if you can't do that then but you know it's it's, it's like all of that nuance of how like complicated a complex relationship can be it's lost in in, in this kind of like oh let's pursue body counts type thing mm, mm, mm. Uh, wow this actually goes straight back to Jordan Peterson where it's like you should be seeking responsibility nigga even in relationships i guess nigga this it's is... april first it's april first this podcast is going to be the Joe, jordan peterson podcast today that's the title of this episode <laughs> yes. yes 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 sure 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 let's do that okay so we're seeking responsibility mm. not seeking what's what's wait if you're not seeking responsibility you're seeking like experience self, experience self-indulgence yes mm. yes that's experience mm. Mm. People are just searching for experience right now. That's it. Yeah. We've had two breaks. Um, <laughs> if I had any sense of humor, I'd be like, please insert ad here <laughs> during <laughs> this pause. Anyway, this is the last section. The podcast has been an interesting one. Oscar, what has been your experience with polygamy? Monogamy? I mean, with, you mean promiscuity rather? <laughs> sure, add that in there too. I'm just gonna ask, like, have you been in an open relationship? Have you ever been? Have you ever thought about it? Do you think that it appealed to you personally? Anything like that? When I was when I was in Japan as a student, I would say I was in an open relationship with two women. Cool. Okay. Interesting. And it was it wasn't stressful for me because I was the man. So for me, it's just like, okay, I'm having sex with two women, and they know about it. Oh, Great so it's me. a sexual relationship. So now, when you yeah, say open a, relationship, it was... it's like that might include the room romantic feelings uh, yeah emotional okay so, feelings so maybe let me say let me say the reason why i i would say it was just sexual for me and not for them is because at some point one of the women told one of the women told me that she didn't want to be with me anymore because she felt bad about what was going on cool she didn't because initially i think she just assumed it was going to be a just one on it was we are, we were going to have a relationship i think actually i would say i just lied to her and told her that's what, that was what was going to happen right mm. Of course, that's not what happened. Mm-mm. And so, at some point, she just said, "Okay, Oscar, I've had enough of this. It's sickening. It's sickening." Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, but, but but then again, I was young. I was nineteen. I was nineteen. What did I know? What did I know? Yeah. And yeah. It's not not to be excused, but yes, I was just looking to feel, you know, like, oh, I'm having, 
I'm sleeping with multiple people at the same time. That's wonderful for me. That's wonderful for me. I'm a winner. But I wasn't a winner, man. I was really, I was spiting my soul. Looking back on it, it's like, wow. You know, it's like the games I had to play to make that work out. You know, it's like, that was just, that was really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no, nothing to respect about that. Like, mm. monogamy is hard work. Like, I read something very beautiful. Yeah. I read that love is, love is an enormous, enormous act of will. You, do, you don't just, you know, at some point in the relationship, you don't just love someone. You have to choose to love someone. You know what I mean? Mm-mm-mm. So, like, being in a monogamous relationship for a long time, like, I've been with my wife for seven years now, and at some time, there are points in time when you actually have to tell yourself, I love this person. You actually have to hammer that into your head. <laughs> <laughs> actually, naturally, yeah. you know, it's funny, when you take time off away from each other, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, the feelings yeah, we of longing yeah, will exactly, slowly yeah. come back. It will come back, but now, like, we, we are always together. It's like, why would we be apart? We have no reason to be apart, right? When you're always together, it's very easy to just quickly get sick and go, like, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, apart from work, we are all, always together, yeah. right? And so what I'm saying here is that Ma- that's the commitment in monogamy. It's like you have... It's a choice. It's not. It's not that teenage feeling or that initial feeling of falling in love you know that, that was different that was powerful it's a commitment you know yes now the commitment is different like you have to choose you have to choose hey 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 despite what's going on i chose to be here for life till death do us part you know you know, you know? <laughs> yeah i feel like people nowadays don't really understand that no, people don't want that. It's like you see all these memes, and even you. To be fair, I didn't like, understand it as a young person coming into like a long-term relationship. It's like I didn't understand until you actually get into it, and then you're like, yeah. yeah, like, hey man, you know what? You in the beginning you're scared of seeming like like a like a conservative. Let, let me say this: I'm a conservative man. I'm a conservative. No, no, no. By, by today's standards, we're conservative. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the thing: like if. I'm not saying I've been a, a good husband. I'm not, man. I'm not gonna lie and say that I've been like I'm a rope, I'm a model husband. Be Role like model. me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. That's not me, man. That's not me. I have, I have done terrible things in my married life, right? But this is what I know. All those bad things I did, I never want to do them again. Never, ever. You've right? learned from it. I don't. You know, it's not even about hurting my wife. I don't want to spite myself that way anymore. Right. If to say that I'm going to be with this woman for the rest of my life, it's not even making a promise to her. It's making a promise to myself and a promise to God. Like for me to okay, I'm it's fine. I'm married, but let me just go and sleep around once in a while. I'm, bro. Who, am, who am I lying to? Who am I lying to? It's not my wife. You it's to me. It's me. You exactly. Exactly. Yourself, yeah. 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 From gold, you turn so, into bronze. Exactly. Exactly. So no, like. I do, I, I do value traditional family values. I have not perfect. Like you mm-hmm. are fucked up mm-hmm. quite badly mm-hmm. in relationship. In my current relationship, actually, specifically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. And I'm always very lamentful. Lamentful? Mm-hmm. No. Lamenting. Mm-hmm some of the past mistakes and how I could do things better and I don't I don't, I choose not to dwell on it too much right mm-hmm. you just look forward and it's just like you know because you know you can't beat yourself up over like regrets and stuff that you made it like yep, yep, yep. Uh, reacting badly and stuff like that 
mm-hmm. and in my current relationship i think we're in a very good place and i mostly it's like not because we don't have problems we have problems and we argue just like any other couple mm-hmm. but it's the way we talk to each other and how open we are and honest you know mm-hmm. and i feel like it's from that open communication that clear open communication communication understanding can be brought up you know you know like i was i i read i realized something last year like so i i think i mentioned in one of the episodes like i'd been keeping many secrets from my wife for a long time and at some point last year i decided you know what i was going to say everything i read a book and that book convinced me that the only way to find contentment in your life is by just saying everything all the time you know what i mean <laughs> and yes. so i realized yeah, yeah. i realized that yeah if you if you want to be to be happy in your marriage you know you know to be extreme you have to be okay with the person you're with you have to bring everything pull take everything out of the closet you know mm-hmm. once everything is out of the closet like all those things you're scared of being found out once they're out and you know everything about each other now at least you know this person that won't lie to me you, if they will take out the darkest things and show that to me i can trust this person but also of course there's a the fear that oh they've done this before will they do it again yeah Because trust is like once it's broken, it's like a plate. You can try and put it together, but will it 100% fit back together? I think it can. I think it can. I mean, they, it'll they still have, have cracks. Like it was, you can still have... see that once it was once broken, like a plate. He, you know, Kintsugi. You know, Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put fill yep. in the cracks with gold. Yeah, fill in the cracks with gold. That's it, Jason. The fact that you're willing to take out. Those, those dark things out of the closet and show it bear them bear them all that's the gold hey this person is strong enough to do this you know it's like you know the, the reason why you're hiding that stuff is because you you're scared of being you know being left right yes but they don't leave mm. and they're not making you know they're not like making you suffer because of what you did that's the gold mm. that's the gold mm. they even them they're trying to move on they're trying to grow it's like I, what do you call it like th- their suffering has made them great my my i think my point i would like to say is that it would never be the same as it was before whether it's a your relationship becomes stronger or you guys yeah, break of course up. of course yeah, yeah it, it can't be the same it, maybe yeah it can't be the same of course you're right it break you break up it becomes stronger yeah yeah but it's like maybe for maybe it wasn't good enough before because it was a lie right mm, mm. yeah let, let me let and me like okay, so monogamy i'm a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. polygamy interests me on some level mm-hmm. but like on paper it's like oh you know a whole like it's like a big happy group a happy family We're all mm-hmm. having like emotional entanglements quote-unquote entanglements with each <laughs> other it's 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 all happiness and and joy and love mm-hmm. you're getting love from multiple people you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same way you would get love from like multiple people if you're in a very close knit well group knit mm. a well knit group of friends right mm-hmm. but now like you're adding that to your relationship but then you know that's just on paper when you think about it it's like a theory it's almost like it's 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 it's, it's romanticized right and i know this is romanticized because i'm just like hey you're you're a relationship with one person Imagine multiplying all of the shit that you two have by another factor of 3, adding one more person and adding another person like all of that shit the, the goodness the, obviously so 
the goodness is multiplied. It adds mm-hmm. on its, on each other, yeah? Yep. So like if the three of us maybe the goodness is is like powered powered to the factor of 3, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing that's amplified. Of course. It's the bullshit as well. Exactly. You fighting with person A, person A fighting with person B, person B fighting with you, two of them versus you, us me and person A versus person B like when you play with mm-hmm. dynamics, it's 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 crazy. It it can you become know, that, really, why, really crazy. That's why you can't have polygamy today. Because like look at in the past, people who are polygamous usually had separate houses for their for their different spouses, right? And it was the husband who was doing everything. Yeah, like the husband was yes. like yes. building the entire house, sorting out all of the kids, uh, like the finances yeah. and the resources. It was the husband, you know? Yeah. In this that whole like sense. we're all equal in the relationship and no, then no. <laughs> If it's if it's polygamy, bro, the man has to be king. <laughs> it has to it, be decided. <laughs> there has to be a pecking order, basically. Yeah, exactly. There's no. They can't be equality. They cannot be equality. It can't. They, they, they can't, just quickly yeah. fall down. Up, yeah. quickly fall apart real quick. So in my mind, yeah, I'm just like, I, like the romanticized vision of polygamy. I see why anyone would buy into it, but the actual mm. reality, and then you know, no, no. I get mm. jealous i'll tell you the me truth too. i get me jealous too. real fucking quick i yes, keep quiet to my partner and, but i've told her i get jealous I'll, I'll like i won't say anything to you but i'm yeah. jealous in the inside yeah, yeah i think it me and then you know men are competitive like yeah. two men and then like let's say it's my current relationship and then there's another man it's over no. it's over like i like if something goes wrong i can kill someone like legit <laughs> i can become a killer so it's just like the reality doesn't work out and honestly the average man the average man has a big ego he has con- mm-hmm. needs to be constantly validated right <laughs> i just think polygamy is just so complicated like it, it's just such a it's a complicated way to run relationships yeah, I like, feel like only very specific kind of people with a very specific kind of high emotional intelligence can run through that. Mm. The average yes, people like people. you and me, Oscar, we are just like average. No, yeah, you're right. I'm like you. I'm way too jealous. I'm way too jealous. Number one, I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't deal with multiple people's problems. Can you imagine having two wives in your current apartment? <laughs> no, it's too much. You will kill yourself. You yeah. literally go to the bathroom. With a bunch See, of pills. <laughs> no, even not even even killing yourself. Sometimes you just want to just lock yourself in the bathroom just to chill, just to chill. You're not gonna go and chill in the bathroom. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas place is on fire. The home is such a just a horrible place to be. He's just locking himself in the bathroom just to be. Right <laughs> <laughs> the ten minutes alone, guys, please. <laughs> And you know, I'm not just talking about this out of my ass. I went and looked on videos of people who are uh, polyamorous, polygamous, polygamous relationships, right? They admit it themselves. One person will get really, really, really jealous. Yep. And they'll yep. always be like, they said, like the fights, uh, polygamy, the fights are way bigger. There will always be big fights. And the people, not polyg- polygamy isn't a long-term solution. A lot of them end mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. And this is us talking generals. You know, if we, if we talk about our own male experience, 
coming to like the size of your penis and then like can we satisfy each other physically emotionally in terms of like individual needs on an individual mm-hmm. need level one person mm-hmm. might be satisfying ex partner better than the other you know mm-hmm. and then maybe that's say the ex partner is the person who you are closer to <sighs> jealousy man jealousy <laughs> egos <sighs> it just it's not a thing anyway i i think we dismantled polygamy between us i think <laughs> <laughs> we us we've, we've reached a point where we uh yeah we can both accept polygamy is not for everyone no nope. I, i would argue it's for no one i would dare argue it's for no one it's, it's all it's there for someone like you know the people who are on the fringes there's all of those people who are like uh, yeah, the very you know a psychopath billionaire who has an emotion <laughs> probably you know <laughs> Yeah, that uh, person does exist i'm sure <laughs> and for people like again being very specific not polygamy as in one man having multiple wives that can work obviously it works in our culture literally till today kenya yeah, culture yeah. um yeah. we're talking about polygamy relationships where everyone is equal like everyone is equal or having yada 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 fun times no 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 okay okay this is going to be a conversation for another week but equality is real that doesn't exist oh my god let's let's tackle this this that's next week that's, that's next, next week that's yeah, but just yeah it's unreal it hot take hot take from <laughs> oscar ruto guys thank you so much for listening to this episode you can catch oscar's book on amazon oscar plug in your oh, book go thank you so much anthology on demonology a poetic discourse with the possessed it's a book on poetry based around the notion that alcoholism and addiction is a demonic possession please catch yourself a copy on amazon and we will drop the link down in the description thank you very much jason and i actually mm-hmm. had it somewhere around here but you guys should take out the cover it's a very haunting cover um yep yep my my friend I'm, made that cover for me I really really i was nice reading book. it with a friend at work a co-worker mm-hmm. he was enjoying it as well he said he'll get the book you know so it's it's thank it's, you, it's, it's, it's a wonderful book and thank you thank you oscar is working really really hard you know i need, we need it all take up from his example <laughs> i need to start oh, waking up at 6am again that's kind of stuff <laughs> so with that being said thank you oscar and thank you listeners thank you, thank you. Thank you Jason, thank you listeners and I hope to catch you again next week on another episode of Dreams X Trash. Bye bye guys. Bye bye Oscar. Bye bye.